Living with a Botox Junkie, written by Anonymous, performed and produced by Lisa Meek. This original work cannot be reproduced, transmitted, or copied without the express permission of Lisa Meek, and all copyrights are reserved. Contact information, lemeek123 at gmail.com. So here's my story. I love my girlfriend. I really do. If you met her, you would totally understand. She's funny, smart, and independent. And she has a nice little athletic body. She's also beautiful. She really is. I sometimes poke myself asking, what's she doing with you? It is highly likely that many people ask that very same question. If I didn't think so highly of my trifecta brown MIT Harvard Law pedigree, along with the fact that I stand six foot three inches tall, I might get an inferiority complex, but I don't. Did I mention I have blue eyes and a Harvard Law degree? So whenever my Harvard buddies ask her in front of me why she's with me, I laugh and say, eat your hearts out. I paid my dues. Wife number one was once upon a time smart, somewhat funny, very independent, and opinionated. Eventually, I learned that hers was the only valid opinion. She was a scorch-the-earth kind of gal, and baby, did I get burned. That is a different story for another time. Unfortunately, it is the never-ending story because we have two kids together. I have been learning new things from my girlfriend, and this is the beginning of my tale. It's not easy being beautiful. Or, no pain, no gain. My girlfriend is in the business of pain. Get your minds out of the gutter. She works in the medical world of beauty. Apparently, you have to hurt to be beautiful. It is required pain. All men have been told we know nothing about real pain because we don't give birth. I would love to compare testicles hammered on the basketball court, but it's an argument that can't be won. We know this. We have given up. Have you ever heard the saying, if a man speaks in the forest and there's no woman there to hear him, is he still wrong? We know the answer. In the world of beauty, unless it hurts worse than giving birth, unless it hurts a ton, it just won't make you beautiful. Maybe pretty, but definitely not beautiful. $250 anti-wrinkle creams? <laughs> Child's play. That only hurts your wallet. I'm talking honest, God, real pain. I think there may be a pain point system involved. I think when you've accumulated enough points, you either become beautified or beatified. Either way, you're going to feel you're in a better place. I'm telling you this because everything women do to be beautiful hurts. It almost always involves needles and it always costs a shitload of money. Now, I haven't had the big Botox, so I have no clue about serial needles puncturing my face. But I have had the pleasure of pain thanks to my cosmetic princess. Again, get your minds out of the gutter. No S and M. That was wife number one and it was all S and no M. For a while, I was noticing she kept looking at my face with that serious look. I would catch her doing it and ask if I had something stuck somewhere it didn't belong. Bat in the cave, you know what I mean? She would say, no, you're fine. I'm just looking at your skin. Looking at my skin? I don't think I want her looking at my skin. My sixth sense is telling me this can lead to no good and I see dead people with needles sticking out of them. I feel a need to run, fight or flight kicking in. What's wrong with my skin? I asked nervously. 
nothing really, sweetie. It's just those veins on your nose really need to go. You're bad advertising for me. Women pay lots of money to have those things gone. If you walk around with them on your nose, everyone thinks either A, I'm not very good at what I do, or B, you don't trust me to work on you. Wait, how did my skin become an issue of trust and faith? And what veins? I've never seen any veins around my nose. What is she talking about? Next thing you know, I'm using her 5X mirror, checking out the hills, valleys, and craters. Have you ever used those things? The magnifying mirrors? Every hole, excuse me, pore, looks like something shot from the moonwalk. I am captivated by the terrain. I almost forget what I was searching for, but there they are. These three purple rivers cascading from my nostril to my cheek. It looks like the Yangtze River and tributaries. How long have they been there? I'm mortified. Who else has noticed this major flaw? How could I be so blind? Sarcasm is a useful tool. I couldn't care less. I can't see them without a 5X mirror, so I figure who else can besides my eagle-eyed beauty? I'm a guy. Big deal. Oh, but did I forget about the trust and advertising clause in our undocumented partnership? Very hard to read these mythical binding legal papers. It seems that whether I care or not, these veins are a big deal. Really, honey? Do you really think we need to treat them? I ask with a quiver in my voice. I'm hoping the concerned but scared look on my face will bring me pity. <laughs> not a chance. Yes, you need to do this, she says emphatically. I'm working next Saturday, so come in, and when I'm done seeing paying patients, I'll zap them for you. Great. Now I'm a charity case, pro bono, and zap them? Is this a medical term? You know, I never did do a due diligence search on her credentials. She said she was an MD, but anybody could say they were an MD. It's a little late for me to ask to see her diplomas with that ephemeral trust clause in place. Who drafted this mythical document anyway? I'm an attorney, for gosh sakes. Did I sign it while I was mentally incapacitated by sex? Will it hold up in court? I went to law school with a few classmates who are now judges, so that could help. Next thing I know, it's Saturday. I used to love Saturdays. Get up a little later, read the paper, hit Costco, keep a pick up my kids from sports, lunch, and do a little paperwork. Saturdays were nice. They're God's gift, really. Which begs the point that if I had been in synagogue, I might have been safer. Ah, yes, the Saturdays of my past without my beauty. Today, I'm squirming like a two-year-old getting their first haircut. I show up at the appointed time. No visible paying clients are left. I'm quickly introduced to the staff and hustled into a room full of crazy-looking machines. I'm a little nervous, so I tried to stall by asking about each one. She wasn't buying it, and I got the 30-second tour. That one's for tattoo removal. Hurts like heck. We'll talk about that another time. This one is for brown spots, redness, and stimulates collagen. And this one is for blood vessels, warts, and scars. This is the one I will be using on you. Wait, tattoo removal? I blame that unfortunate dolphin tattoo on Warner. Warts and scars? I don't have those. How does it know what to zap? If it zaps me and I don't have a wart, do I get a crater in its place? This is Star Wars technology, isn't it? Lasers can cut through steel. She's only been doing this for a short time. Oh, shit, shit, shit. I am really sweating now. I love her. I really do. I don't want her to think I don't trust her, but this is my face, man. Haven't you read those studies that show the only people who are successful are the good-looking people? Not the ugly and scarred. 
Is my career far enough along that I'm safe? One of the partners had something done to his face and no one wants to look him in the eye. It can't be good for business. Shit, shit, shit. Um, is this going to hurt? I ask. Of course it's going to hurt. Feels like a rubber band snap and will likely leave a bruise. She says this with about as much empathy as a female Russian prison guard. Actually, I have no real experience with female Russian prison guards, but my mind occasionally wanders to what that might be like. Of course, my girlfriend would need the appropriate outfit. Suddenly, my mind is back in my groin. I'm looking at my sexy babe, and she's got the Dr. White coat on. I'm imagining nothing on underneath it. I'm thinking this exam bed is about to become hotter when she comes to Mori with the oh-so-sexy kitten look. Ah, she's got the laser pointed at my face. What? No foreplay? So suddenly, I'm turned on and scared shitless. I am desperately trying to man up, and she says, guys are always the worst at this. Women will lie here quietly and let me pulse them for two or three hundred times without even a flinch, even if they do tear up a tiny bit. The men, they squirm and ouch with each zap. You have got to be kidding me. I'm a lawyer. Does she actually say this to her patients? Does she know anything about litigation for pain and suffering? I ask her this as nonchalantly as possible, and she laughs. Are you kidding? Women are so happy with the results, they ask how soon they can come back. And they say, thank you. Now stop stalling like a baby and let me zap those bad boys. She puts these sticky laser eye shields over my eyes. So now I'm scared, turned on, and blind. She says, one, two, three, zap. I feel something touch my face and I jump halfway off the table before I realize she was messing with me. I can hear her laughing hysterically. <laughs> Just kidding. Man, you really jumped. That was so funny. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, that wasn't nice. I, I swear I never do that to my patients. Even with the eye shields on, I can tell she's practically doubled over laughing while trying to suppress it. Funny. Real funny. My heart is beating at 150 and I'm starting to sweat. Something about this is niggling the back of my brain. My girlfriend actually gets along with wife number one. Is this a red flag? I've heard men often fall into dating or marrying the same type of woman. This worries me a lot. Suddenly there is a snap on my nose and it feels exactly like she described. But make that a big motherfucker rubber band. What the heck? Before I have a chance to breathe, there are ten more. I am holding my breath, my eyes are watering, and I'm biting my tongue so hard I taste blood. I'm waiting for number twelve when I hear, we're done. We're done because I failed the manhood test and she's breaking up with me? Or we're done as in the torture is over? My brain can't function during torture. When she says, we'll do this again in eight weeks to clean up what's left, it becomes clear what she meant by we're done. But I inform her I will be unable to attend. I'll be in Tibet working on meditation. As if my pain and suffering were not enough. Remember those eye shields? Apparently, they are stuck on with super glue. As she's pulling them off, I feel my lower lids separating from my face. I did not sign up for nor consent to an eyelid surgery. Mm, aren't you supposed to be gentle with the skin around the eyes? I've heard it stretches easily. She gives me an odd look and I realize I am way girled out with that comment. Damn, I'm not reading her beauty magazines anymore. I mumble, no, my ex used to say that, and then cough to clear my throat and regain my manhood. I get up to leave and ask her if she will be having lunch with me. 
Hold on there, buckaroo. We need to do some work on those ear hairs and unibrow. She's laughing as she says it. She's not even trying to hide her amusement. Unibrow? Ear hairs? My barber trends those every four weeks when I get a haircut. He's not complaining about them. Well, he's not complaining because you're paying him to do it every month. If we hit them with the laser, you can keep it to a haircut only. Besides, you're turning gray. Hair removal lasers can't see gray hair, so if we don't do it now, it won't get done, and you'll be pulling gray hairs out of your ears when you're 80 and can't get to the barber. Does she have anything nice to say about my face today? I thought she found me handsome. She said she loved seeing me in a suit. She said I have beautiful eyes, but come to think of it, she did not say she loved my unibrow. Now I have visions of myself with long strands of silky gray hair streaming from my ears, maybe a little bit of wind gently blowing them. Can you braid your hair? That might be a unique look for the office. Maybe I want gray hair coming out of my ears. Maybe it's preferable to visceral pain. Whatever, I'm a man. Whatever pain she can deliver, I can take double. I was ninja trained by wife number one, so bring it on, baby. I will say, though, that the white coat is no longer looking sexy. A little bit of slimy gel in my ear and the smell of smoked hair, and I'm ready to get out of there as fast as possible. An invitation to lunch is no longer on the table. By the way, she says in that sweet, sultry voice, you just got $700 of laser for free. Where are you taking me to lunch? Her big, beautiful smile is on full display. Can I tell you what a sucker I am for her? The white coat is sexy again, and all I want to do is take her to a fabulous lunch in Paris, drink some champagne, and then head to our apartment on the Seine. If only I'd won the lottery. If only I'd bought a ticket. If only wife number one hadn't raided my 401k. Subway, I ask. That's where I'd usually go for a Saturday lunch pre-Babelicious. Oh, shit. There's that look again. Uh, just kidding. Um, how about Michael's Bistro? Good look. Good boy. Damn, my ears are burning.